What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Broken Man Podcast. My name is Johnny English, and thanks for tuning in. I know I, this is uh, weird that I've cut three of these within a week's time. I know it's odd for me, but uh, they got a little bit of a fire burning, a little bit of a fire. Well, it got lit, actually. I'll go into detail later, maybe in a different podcast, but um, today I want to... I want to I want to talk about something uh these uh documentaries that that I here's the thing. Uh this there's this preacher called Spencer Smith, missionary uh Spencer Smith is um he's a younger guy, younger pastor and I don't know exactly where he's at. I want to say Kentucky maybe. Anyway, I've been subscribed to his YouTube channel for a while because I did watch a couple of his shorter YouTube videos. I have a short attention span when it comes to YouTube, and it's tough for me to get through long-form YouTube videos. Uh, Much like the rest of the world, it it seems like channels that have anywhere from 5 to 15-minute videos, you know, usually tend to do the best videos because, you know, we just have a short attention span. It's just the way it is. But anyway, I had subscribed to him a long time ago, and I never really watched too many more videos. And I had seen him talk about the uh, the Third Adam series. And it's third spelled out, so it's T-H-I-R-D-A-D-A-M, as in Adam and Eve. So Third Adam. And the whole premise is leading up to the Third Adam is the Antichrist. You had the first Adam, which was Adam, the second Adam, which is Jesus, and then the third Adam is going to be the Antichrist that comes on the scene during the tribulation period, which some believe that he might actually be on the planet right now. I mean, he, he could very well could be, considering how close it seems, it feels like we are to Jesus coming back. But anyway... So I had uh, started watching. I watched the first one, Third Adam, and it was very, very interesting. He's talking about the mystery religion from Babylon, and then the second, uh, Third Adam 2, it goes into more detail about uh, the feminine, the divine feminine, you know, and then expands even more in Third Adam 3. And the production quality consistently gets better, so he's learning more and more about video production and all that, so it is getting better. So if you can make it through the first one, you know, it does get the video quality and everything does get better, his his editing skills and things like that, which it shouldn't matter anyway because it's really, really good information. A lot of people really need to watch this, these, these uh, videos. And the reason being, we are so close right now. I can just feel it in my bones. We are so close. I have been um, under under so much stress and, you know, not knowing what to do for God and, and not even knowing if I should be doing something because I'm not worthy because I just, I've been under such spiritual attack over the last year or so. And it just, uh, it seems like it was never going to let up. And I just wasn't fighting it correctly. I wasn't reading God's word. I wasn't praying. I wasn't doing the things that I'm supposed to do in order to be able to do stuff for God. 
because he's not going to allow me to get out and do stuff for him if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that goes for anybody out there. That's why I've been so confused about what to do, where to go, you know, what should I be doing? And and me and like I said before, maybe this podcast is it. And and if it is, I'm I'm perfectly happy with that because I'm not good in front of crowds. You know, I I'm not a good speaker. I just I I don't think I could do it. I well, I'm not gonna say I I probably shouldn't say that because I I think if the Holy Spirit took over, if if God, I trust God now more than ever. So in other words. If I were to walk in, let's just say I walk into a church I've never been to before, and uh, let's say the pastor has a spirit of discernment, and he, and he just grabs me. He's like, hey, uh, you need to get up there because, you know, I just have this feeling. I would probably go up and attempt to say stuff, you know, to, to you know, speak whatever, and I would just trust God that he's going to get me through and he's going to put the right words in my mouth. I trust God that much now. And it's just over the last week, I, I've just, I've been through a lot. And, um, you know, I have a, I have a little bit of a fire in my belly now. And, and I want to try to, I'm actually going to go, I'm probably going to try a different church this weekend. Uh, again, nothing against the other church, nothing against city church and all that. It's just, they aren't equipped to help me and that's not a bad thing it's just they're just not equipped to handle what I'm going through personally I would love to help them I'd love to you know help them with their production and and stuff like that but I just I I don't feel like that's where I need to be I don't feel like that's the end of the line that I'm supposed to be, you know what I mean? It's hard to explain. You know, they're they're awesome people, and I I just I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a lot of spiritual stuff right now, and it just doesn't seem like they're that interested in helping. I've kind of started bringing it up at times, a couple of times, and it just gets kind of, you know, brushed over and move on to the next subject and like I'm not even there. So I, and that's just the way I feel. Maybe they don't, I'm sure they don't mean it that way. It's just the way I feel. And I just, I don't feel like I'm hearing what I need to hear during sermons and and I'm not getting, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I'm not probably already said too much, but I love them. They're awesome people. Um, They feed kids during the summertime. They do an awesome job with that. I would love to see them help out with the homeless people that are literally right around the corner. I would like to see an outreach there. Uh, maybe with a different church or something, I can start one. I don't know. Maybe I should just maybe I should just do it myself. Maybe I should just start making a crap ton of sandwiches, water bottles, and just go down there and do it. I don't know. If that's what God wants me to do, I'll pray about it, and hopefully, you know, I'll have a good idea if that's what I should do or not. Or if I can get a church to, you know, help out and do stuff like that, because there is a homeless population down there and they need to hear about Jesus too. And I'm just not bold enough yet to do it. I want to be, and I hope I'm sure God's going to wait until I know 
a little bit more about his word before he lets me do anything like that. Cause I don't want to make him look bad. I don't want to make God look bad. I don't want to look like a fool. And that's what we look like when we, when we try to witness to people and we don't know enough, you know, but, but why go, go watch these documentaries. Third Adam by Spencer Smith. The YouTube channel is Spencer Smith. And then he's got three of those videos up. They're about an hour and a half each. So they are long form, but they're very, very interesting. And they they hold a lot of information. It will open your eyes. You won't even believe in the last one talking about the the Michelangelo painting. Remember in the, was the Sistine Chapel and on the roof? You've got to, you won't believe it. I might actually have to do a YouTube video on that. Because it blew me away. I never saw it. As many times as I've seen that painting, I never saw it until Spencer Smith pointed it out. So God bless Spencer Smith and his his ministry. Uh, he's got several different ways you can help uh, support the ministry. It'd be you know if you can, but uh, I don't get anything. So I'm I'm just I'm just promoting him because I think he's doing an awesome job. But the thing that blows me away is I've had this feeling, and a lot of us have, about the push for women to be in charge. Women are so angry, and, and, and they, they want, they're so tired of being, quote-unquote, pushed down. And, you know, and some of them are. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're all full of it. I'm, I'm, you know, there's been this masculine abuse of women over the years for sure you know keeping them out of businesses and high level positions and things you know i get it you know the sexism i you know i understand however we're talking about a religion they are using you just have to go you have to watch the documentaries but and and where it begins is babylon it where it begins is nimrod if you know anything about Nimrod, look it up. See who Nimrod was. You know, Nimrod um, marries this woman, this harlot. This harlot's name is Semiramis. And they have this, I don't know, very sensual, crazy relationship. She, I mean, she's a harlot. You know, she's a, she's a hoe. <laughs> but she, she, he, he marries her. And declares her, um, I believe he declares her a virgin, a holy virgin or something like that, even though she's a hoe. Nimrod died. Now, this is where, you know, it, it, it's historians tend to argue, start arguing. But uh, the story is the majority believe Nimrod dies, right? And then Semiramis decides to announce that she has um, she's, she's got a child, got a, got a bun in the oven and it's a miraculous conception. And it's actually, it's basically Nimrod reborn sort of. So it's like an immaculate conception. Sound familiar? You know? So Tammuz is the baby that's born. So now you have this unholy trinity of sorts. Nimrod would be 
Nimrod was like the sun god, right? So, so you associate the sun god with Nimrod. And it kind of rhymes. And then, why can't I remember her name? And then Semiramis is the moon goddess. Sound familiar? Moon goddess. So you got the sun god and the moon goddess. And then Tammuz is the son of the stars or something like that. So now you have, now keep in mind, Nimrod's dead, right? And you would think, so like in Christianity, you had, you know, the father God as the head. And then you have Mary who gives birth to Jesus. All of the focus in the Christian Holy Trinity, the real Trinity, is on Jesus. In the mystery Babylon religion, all the focus is on Semiramis, the woman. Sound familiar? So now you have this virgin birth, Semiramis. All of the attention is on her now, and she's considered to be like the queen of heaven, uh, all sorts of occultish type names. And the thing about it is, this is the same woman. This is the Shekinah from the Jewish Kabbalah and like uh, uh, Hindu. I think it was the Hindus. It's either the Hindus, one of them, one of them Eastern mysticism religions. But a majority of them is like the Shekinah, Diana from the Bible. Um, All the evil women, like any Isis from Egypt, it's all the same story. It's all the same woman. And she's never gone away. She's always been here, that that mystery religion. You look at the Catholicism, you look at the Catholics, how they worship. They worship Mary. It's the same girl. It's the same woman. I've always said for a long, long time, and there's been tons of other people that, that back it up and have come up with a lot more evidence than I have. The Catholicism is basically Babylon pagan religion. That's what Catholicism is. It's not Christianity. And the sad thing is, is Catholicism gets lumped in as being Christian. When they count the numbers for Christians in the, in the world, Catholicism makes up the biggest chunk, but they're not Christians. They place all their emphasis on Mary which is the same as Semiramis, which is the same as Isis, which is the same as Diana, which is the same as Shekinah. It's all, it's all the same. You know the big statue? The big statue out there in New York Harbor? You know, the, 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 the freedom thing? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that, was, that was given to us by French Masons. And guess who that is? That's actually, it's a female body with a male face. He gets into that towards the part two and part three about the merging of genders. Right now, you've got the divine feminine rising. You know, you've got all this uh, social justice warrior women, all the movies, they're recasting some of the characters as women to make them all happy, make them all powerful. 
You've got men that are more feminized now than they've ever been in history before. Um, look in the church. Look in the New Age church. Joyce Meyer, Beth Moore, all these women. Most of the conferences are all women speakers now. Um, they they'll hire they'll have some little feminine looking dude to to play music. He does the worship songs, which by the way, aren't really worship songs. They are something else. They are enchantments. They are in uh, whatever, whatever you call them. If you're going to one of these new age churches, if you're going to one of these churches that they have rock bands and all that stuff, and they start repeating the same words over and over and over, no matter what the words are, it might sound like they're praising God and praising Jesus. But if they're saying these words over and over and over and over, get out. Get out. Go to a traditional church. Repent, ask God for forgiveness, ask Jesus into your heart, go to a good church. Get out of those churches. Like Hillsong, like uh, that Bethel church out in Redding, California. These are evil churches. They are mystery Babylon is what they're pushing. This divine feminine, divine thing, they all... All, they're all worshiping a woman. They're not worshiping God. So you guys get, you gotta, you have to go watch these, these documentaries. Again, if this is on YouTube, I could link them all and you just click, but just trust me, go to YouTube, look up Spencer Smith and then look, or you could just search for third Adam. Make sure you spell it out. T-H-I-R-D-A-D-A-M. It's two different words. So third Adam, then you got third Adam two, third Adam three. Trust me, it will blow your mind. And you know, you know what the real bad thing is? All these feminists and all these women <clears throat> that like to attack the Bible and say that, well, we don't think the women should be underneath the men because that's God's order. God's order is Christ leads the household. The man leads the woman. The woman leads the children. And see, my problem is the reason my family is torn apart is because I didn't lead my family in Christ. I didn't lead my family to church. I didn't lead my family like I was supposed to, like a man of the Bible should. It's my fault. My family is all over the place now. It's my fault that my kids aren't saved. It's it you know, and that's something that I've had to live with. And it's hard. It's hard to even think about that. And so now all I can do is pray. All I can do is pray for my kids. And my wife for that matter. I mean, we're still married. You know, all I can do is pray that they are that they get saved, that they come to Christ. And I hope and pray that they do before the rapture happen, happens. You know? I mean, I just kind of had uh, a conversation with a with a friend about the rapture. You know, well, I don't believe in the rapture. And you, know, you probably knew I don't believe in the rapture. I'm like, well, no, not really. But 
this person has also brought up things, people in the past, like Stephen Greer and some of these other, the Hagman brothers or whatever they are. Um, heretical. She, she, she listens to a lot of heretical people. And so we've butted heads before about it, you know, and I, and I just, I had to, you know what? Good luck to you. I love you. I hope you get out of that heretical stuff, get away from those people. And, you know, but I, I just, I have to start removing myself. I have to, I have to just, I just threw away a t-shirt <laughs> a few minutes ago. Like I've had this on my mind for months to throw this t-shirt away because it's got a symbol on it. It's got the third, uh, it's got the eye symbol. It, it was part of a whole vape thing from way back in the day. And it was a shirt that a company sent to me with vape juice to, to review. And the shirt, I love the shirt, not the styling. I just love the shirt fit so good. It was like one of my favorite t-shirts. I just threw it away. And I got a few more things I'm going to throw away. I have to get that. You have to get that stuff out of your life. You don't understand how much that affects you. When you have people in your life that are heretical, when you have Satanists or any any anybody that's trying to push this globalist religion, this mystery religion, and they don't even know they're pushing it. They have no idea what they're pushing. You look at these stadiums filled with people and these worship songs, and they're just repeating the words over and over and over. It's incantations. It is witchcraft. And you see them start flopping around and start vibrating and stuff like that. That's all like yoga stuff and kundalini. Uh, it, it's like that kundalini crap. They start vibrating and, you know, start locking up. That's all, all mystery religion. All of it. It's the same crap that's been around since Babylon. And it just, they just twist it and turn it and change. You need to watch these. You have to watch these documentaries. I'm not doing it justice. The main reason for, for do, even doing this podcast was, hey, go watch his, his deal. Go watch his videos. Trust me. You, you'll learn a lot. And I, I learned a lot. I thought I'd known most of it, especially about the Catholic Church, but this blew me away. It, it there's there's so much more information, like the whole Semirama. Like I didn't know exactly where it started. I knew the woman thing. I knew it was a woman worship type thing. I knew that had something to do with it because obviously the whole Catholic Church puts all the emphasis on Mary, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And I knew the Statue of Liberty. I knew that was just basically ISIS with a male, you know, joined together. Two genders and one. That's what, and that's their goal. They that's what they want. That's what they're trying to do with these this religion. They're trying to join all the religions together into one. Except there's only one little problem. There's two religions they can't get: Judaism and real Bible Christianity. Those are the two they can't get. And matter of fact, they don't want them. You know why they don't want them? Because they both happen to contain and concern the real one true God, not Satan. Satan is in control of all of that, and the people don't even know they're being controlled. And it's sad, and it's you got to pray for them. It's hard 
not to be, look, I've been angry. I've been really, really angry lately because mostly at myself, but I, I just, when I, when I see these things happening and I see people wearing, uh, symbols, symbolism, whether it's, uh, markings on their body or if it's jewelry or if it's, uh, clothing or, um, they're going to these big giant concerts and they're supposed Christian. There is no such thing as Christian rock. There is no such thing as Christian rap or any of that. Okay. It, it is, it's not the, the music, the beats that are included in rock and roll and rap music and, and all those other ones, even country music, sorry to break your heart, but those beats are designed to, uh, draw a certain reaction and certain emotions out of you. There's a reason why there's certain beats and you hear the same. If you listen closely, you'll hear the same beat. You'll hear the same tempo and a lot of the same, you know, a lot of the different songs It's basically the same song over and over. You guys remember that from back in the eighties, nineties, you'd hear one song It'd get real popular, and then 50 songs after that would all have basically the same tempo, almost the same beat. I remember that. I remember all that, and, and it's, I don't listen to modern music, so I don't know how it is today, but I just remember 80s, 90s, early 2000s, all the songs were the same. It, it was the music was the same. Because once it achieves its goal, they just reuse it over and over and over. And it's just amazing. Some of you don't even believe me or you think I'm crazy. And anybody that talks like me, or uh, you know, we're crazy. But I got news for you. You're going to find out how crazy we really are. Or actually how crazy we're not. Someday, your knee will bow before Jesus. Along with mine, along with everybody in the world who's ever walked the earth. Every knee will bow. And you will see. And I hope you see long before then, because I'd like to see y'all in heaven. I'd like to meet people that's maybe listen to this podcast and, and, you know, someday bump into you in heaven and say, hey, I heard your podcast. And, you know, that would be so awesome. You just, you got to understand this is spiritual warfare. I've been going through it for a long time. A long time. I'm still looking into generational curses. I'm going to have a generational curse on me. It might be why my kids are basically just like me. They're depressed. They don't know what to do. They, you know, except it's just amplified because of the social media. It was easy for me to fly under the radar way back in the 70s and 80s. Now with social media, you can't. But it could be a generational thing. I need to find out more about my mom and see how she was. Maybe, you know, a lot of the sexual stuff I had to have picked up from her and, and from other people. It could be a generational curse. And now I've got to try to find somebody that knows how to do all that, you know, to, to figure it out if that's, a, that's the case. And I'll just keep praying. I ask you to pray for me. I just, I, I'm so, I just, I want to, Rush right out and do something, but I know I can. I've got to. I've got to learn God's word. I've got to read it. I've got. I have to be prepared, because Satan is certainly prepared, and that's the thing. 
these Satanists, these people that do all these things, these Hollywood and music stars and all these new age churches, they have all their incantations. They have all the spells. They have, they have all the information they need to fight Christians. They have everything, the demons, they've got uh, Satan's helping them out. And then here we are sitting on our butts, not reading the God's word, which is basically our only defense. And we don't even use it. And that's how we're losing our families. That's how we're losing our kids. That's how we're losing everything. I'm so angry at Satan. I I just hate him. I hate everything about him. I hate uh, everything that he does, everything he's, he's responsible for, his demon. I hate them all. Every one of them. And you should too. It's time to get mad. It's time to get just pissed off. Pardon my French. I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of this world. And thank God that he's he's kept me away from so much that I could have gotten involved with because I have that addictive nature. And he's protected me my entire life for whatever reason. I just, I thank him. And I thank Jesus. And, and I'm going to try every day to pray. And I'm going to try to read God's word every day. And I'm going to try to do what it is, whatever it is that God wants me to do. And I suggest and, and highly suggest you do the same thing. Because we don't know how much time we have left. We have no clue. I just had a friend from high school pass away within less than a week. She got sick and is gone. Just days. And it's so sad. She was such a sweet woman and and I remember from high school, she was sweet back then, you know, even though we were kids and we're all kind of jerky when we're kids and stuff, but she was always really nice and sweet, you know, and uh, she left behind a husband and a son. Son just got married not too long ago. Please pray for them. Pray for that family. Pray for all of her friends that are grieving right now. I know people that are just, they can't believe she's gone, and I feel so bad. There's nothing I can do but pray. Please pray for them that they all get through this, and and, and hopefully we all get to see her again, you know? I hope and pray we do. And then my stepdaughter's grandmother passed away just suddenly. I mean, she was older. You know, she lived a full life, but still it was devastating to my, my wife and, and her grandkids and or our grandkids and her daughter and, uh, my kids, my, my daughters. I mean, everybody, you know, they all still did things together as a family, even though, you know, she married me and I know it broke my wife's heart. I know she was grieving and she still is. You know, and I feel so bad for any anybody, but the but loss of life is something we have to deal with. You know, that's why it's so important to talk to people about Jesus and make sure they're saved and make sure that we are gonna see them again. So, anyway, please pray for all those people involved, friends, family. So, Carol and Dee Dee, uh, will you're gonna be missed. And you're loved, and 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 hopefully we get to see you again soon. So I'll, I'll go ahead and end this now. Uh, but yes, please go look up Spencer Smith on YouTube. 
Third Adam and Third Adam 2 and Third Adam 3. I highly suggest you go watch it. Very, very good information. Very important. So that you can recognize, because you might be in a church right now that uh, this evil witch is in. Her spirit is running the church. You might be in a church where there's co-pastors, husband and wife. Sorry, that's not allowed. That's not God's word. Feminists, and I started this before and I completely got off track, but feminists, all these social justice warriors, that's that you are the ones that are putting women um, that are basically making them look bad, making them look like less of a person than the man. You're the ones doing that because those of us, even though I'm not definitely not the perfect husband and I definitely should have supported my wife even more than I did. But I never thought of her as less of a person because she made less money or because she did the cleaning and the cooking. I never thought of her as less as lesser person ever. I've never thought of a woman that way ever. And to, and to say that that's what that is, you're ridiculous. You are lying to yourself, to everybody around you, to all the women out there. God has an order. The man has 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 uh, things to do. The women have things to do. And if you're putting less emphasis on those women and saying that what they do is less, so they need to ha- be jacked up to something to a higher level, you're the one making them look less of a person. You're the one doing that. We're not doing that. I know how I've seen how hard it is to take care of a house and a family and all that. It's way harder than the job I any job I've ever done. A man has a place and a woman has a place. Together, together, you make one. Together, you work together. There are men that treat women like garbage. There are women that treat men like garbage. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. What I'm saying is you've got people out here generalizing it, saying that Christianity is wrong because they want to keep women underneath the man. Well, what they're not saying is they're completely ignoring the fact maybe that man's not keeping up with Christ. Maybe he's not giving up the house to, the, to Christ. Like me, I didn't do it, so it destroyed the house. They're not, they're not even thinking about Christ. Christ is at the very top. Then the man, then the woman, then the kids. And the man and the woman actually work together. They do each do their own part underneath Christ to do the right thing, to do the biblical thing. And if you're making the woman's job, whatever it is, in the relationship, again, it's not set in stone. If you're making her less of a person because of her gender, that's on you. That is on you. Anyway, I'm going to get out of here. I'll probably end up doing another show this weekend, believe it or not. <laughs> I'm kind of, like I said, I'm kind of on fire now. I kind of want to keep doing these. You know, I'll keep doing them as I can. Uh, but I appreciate the support. Thanks for listening, uh, downloading, and all that good stuff. And uh, hopefully, 
I'm going to, I'm a little worried about this church I'm going to be visiting because uh, I was looking at the description and in the description has the term militant. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. I don't know if I should wear a vest. Maybe I should wear a bulletproof vest. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to try it out, see how it is. It's a, it's kind of an independent Baptist type type thing. I grew up in Baptist churches. I mean, I grew up in uh, free will Baptist churches. I mean, they're kind of scary. They're kind of scary, I'll, I'll be honest. But anyway, uh, again, thanks for listening. Go watch the Third Adam documentaries, Third Adam, Third Adam 2, Third Adam 3. Spencer Smith is the YouTube channel. And uh, I'll catch you again real, real soon with another podcast here at Broken Man Podcast. Mm-hmm.